Hello everybody, this is your delusional otaku and I made a mistake yesterday, um, turns out that after I finished the volume 17, I thought it was only uh, chapter 164.5 and, and turns out that we have 164.6 and 0.7, so I'm going to cover that real quick in this intro and then we'll, we'll go to volume 18. Now, both chapters, um, 0.6 and 0.7, are um, between Natsu and Rui, the first one, and the second one is between Natsu and Hina, and in both of them is a very um, graphic um, sexual encounter between them. Uh, I would like to... Uh, I'm not going to give away the whole thing, but the, the main idea is that or what really got my attention is that on the first one where he was with Rui, um, he was actually telling her, I love you. You know, it's a, it was a more mature, more kind of beautiful way to make love. While on the one with Hina, uh, he never says, I love you. And it was more like um, something new for him. You know, he was discovering this whole sexual experience. And that's the contrast between both of them. But it was, again, very graphic. Nothing left in the imagination. Everything was there. And, yeah, if you have a chance, go ahead and look for it. Um, now, volume 18, we're going to continue where we uh, will finish, of course. And we finish with um, Yuka and Miyavi making out in front of Natsu. How is going to finish this? Well, there's only one way to find out, right? Are you guys ready? Here we go. Okay, so we begin our story in 165. And this is where Miyavi um, actually noticed that Natsu is over there where she is kissing Yuka. So Miyavi um, turns out to, you know, get scared or surprised by this. Keep in mind that she has a crush with Natsu. Yuka, on the other hand, explained everything to Natsu when Miyavi gets away. She actually has, uh, we know about this, she has feelings for for her friend. And we get a little backstory of it, you know. Um, Yuka tries to date some guy once, but it turns out that she felt more comfortable being with Miyavi. So very, very interesting, um, all this uh, thing going on. Now, it's the first time that Natsu um, faces this kind of situation, you know, having a friend or, a, or knowing somebody that is um, turns out to be um, gay. Keep it, of course, we, we got Masaki, you know, the waiter at the restaurant, but I will see him more in Natsu's life like a like an older person giving him advice about basically love, never about, you know, his homosexuality. And this is the first time that Natsu have to face these kind of uh, themes or subjects with somebody of his own level, you know, of, of his own age. Now, Natsu goes to find Mijabi and she doesn't know how to react to this. She she has a little uh, problems, uh you know, he had problems not to dealing with this, and this is where the club, uh, the drama club president, shows up with another gentleman named Juhi. 
Now both of them are trying to uh, help out Miyabi facing this problem, facing this situation, and you know it's um, basically trying to deal with a friend that is gay and just confess the feelings to to the person. Now Yuka, on the other hand, a few days later she um, she hasn't show up to school. She's not re receiving. I mean, she's not sending text message. Or replying text messages from anyone at school, especially Miyabi, and everybody is very concerned about this, especially our friend Yuhi. Now, Yuhi seems, uh, I haven't introduced him before, um, he's a guy, uh, you cannot see his face, you cannot see um, his eyes expression, and he is always very, very quiet and serious, so he has something hiding, right? And when he finds out about Yuka and Miyavi's relationship, that, you know, they're friends, but Yuka is in love with Miyavi, and Miyavi is not answering text messages, she's not replying, she's not answering calls, he gets very worried. So we can tell that something here is going on. So all four of them, um, Natsu, Miyavi, the drama club president or the theater club president, and Yuhi, goes and tries to find Yuka. They are very concerned about her. Now, it turns out that Yuka is, uh, Yuka's family is rich, so when they go to their house, she is actually in the other house, you know, they have two houses for, uh, one, one is the regular house, the other one is like the vacation home, it's like, like a villa, and this is where they're going to meet her. Now, when they <laughs> arrive there, uh, they cannot see her, but they see like a like a silhouette in inside the house, on top of a a chair, I would say, or a or a ladder, and it looks like she's going to commit suicide. So everybody goes crazy, especially 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 Juhi, and they even crash the door. They broke down the door. It's like a window door or something like that just to save her but no she was just she was okay she was just uh changing a light bulb so but yeah um they were very concerned very worried now what's the deal what's the problem with juhi well he just happens to go through the same situation that mijabi was going through he had a best friend and this guy at school confessed his feelings to um to Yuhi. Now, of course, Juhi was uh, he was in shock. He never had to go through this before, so he cut relations with his friend at school. It turns out that a few years later, his friend committed suicide. Very interesting, right? Um, and this is something that has been bothering Juhi for a while. He is thinking that, well, even though he never had feelings for his friend, although that just a friendship, a regular friendship, he always think that he could have done more for his friend just to be there instead of giving him the, you know, his back. And Miyavi and Yuka, by hearing this story, they, um, you know, Miyavi especially, she's very concerned about her friend, about doing this, and... and they come together, they, they, <laughs> they come together in agreement about continuing their friendship, even though Yuka is going to be in love with Miyabi, and 
Um, she's gonna try her best shot, you know, <laughs> to win Miyabi's heart. While on the other hand, um, Miyabi, well, we know that she has feelings for Natsu. And uh, it's a kind of like a good, good, uh, interesting story back here. Um, and at the beginning of the other volume, I, I don't know if I said it, I was like, why are, the, why are they putting this story of Miyavi and Yuka? I mean, I just want to go straight to Rui and Natsu and Hina and see what's going on. But I, um, I'm going to be honest, I really enjoyed this. I really uh, find this story kind of sweet and beautiful. They're talking about, um, you know, homosexuality. They're talking about suicide problems and... Uh, I believe it's very wise, you know, we cannot leave these kind of comments or subjects on the side, especially with the society that we're living now. Uh, everybody is, um, is very concerned about emotions and it's always good to talk to your emotions and, and if somebody replies you back, uh, we cannot be like we were in, in school, you know, kind of selfish or, or making fun of it. Um, no, we have to be very serious about these kind of things. Now, um, but but everything is fine. Uh, I believe they're gonna come in together. Very happy. This this drama theater club, uh, they're kind of kind of solid. Uh, very nice group, just like the literacy club. Now going back home, Natsu is with Rui, and it was my mistake. Also, at the previous volume, I thought that they were not going to see each other anymore. They will see each other, but they will not fool around giving each other kisses. Every time is going to be once a month. That was the deal. I thought they were going to see each other once a month. No, no, no. He's, he's still in the house sometime visiting and all kind of stuff. Now, they agreed to have a date. Um, so, on the next day... Rui, uh, for me, Rui looks beautiful. She's dressing up very cute, very nice. And when Natsu asks her where you want to go, she just says, let's go to your house. It's, quite, it's kind of hot. You know, it's a hot day. And when they go to his house, she's going to make food. And by the way, she feels a little better with, with her arm, her, her hand. Natsu has been helping out also with therapy. And... When I say therapy is, you know, grabbing the knife and being able to cut and chop. All that kind of therapy. But when she tells him that she wants to cook, she wants to cook, she put an apron bare naked. So naturally is like, what the heck is going on? She's dressing very nice for this date. Now she's just wearing an apron. And out of nowhere now, she is wearing a, a very sexy uh, underwear. Underwear. So he says something is off. This is not the same Rui that before. So please tell me what's going on. It turns out that she had a conversation with um with Momo. <laughs> and she told her, hey, me and that's who we have. You know, she told the whole story. We were going to just have a date once a month. And Momo gives her the craziest advice like oh well if you're gonna see him once a month you better concentrate it on on having sex so <laughs> that's why Rui is doing <laughs> all this stuff now after this um the next chapter by the way I'm already in chapter uh, 169 
Now we go with Hina. Now, um, Hina is still dating this guy, uh, Kengo. They're going to a date where Kengo finally sees that Hina is not that very good cook, but he took her to the to meet his friends. You know, they're still trying to have a good time. He he's giving her very uh, expensive gifts. He, he gave her a bottle of whiskey or brandy, I think, and you know, expensive gifts, kind of interesting, right? Now it's very funny. There is another scene when Hina's um heels broke down, so he carried her. You know, like they do in the uh, animes that he she goes on his back and he has to carry it. That's what he does, and it turns out that he takes her to her house where Natsu, Rui, and everybody are over there. Now, this is where he introduced to the family. Very nice, huh? That's that's a way to uh, <laughs> grab people's attention, right? Um, <clears throat> excuse me. This is where he introduced himself. Um, it's very interesting Natsu's reaction. He is, uh, I don't know what to think about this. I don't know if he's jealous or, or what. But anyway, uh, we get to know this guy a little better, Mr. Kengo. Uh, he just wants to be, uh, he just wants to form a family. And turns out that his eyes are already set in Hina. She's, she's going to be like the perfect wife, you know. And not to hearing this and see Hina's face or reaction, he's very, very concerned. And Rui knows about this. Rui noticed this and <laughs> she even goes like, so this... It is okay that your ex start dating somebody else? Are you okay with, with this? Or you never stop thinking about what if as she continue with, with Hina? <laughs> of course it's impossible, you know, you cannot you cannot stop um how do you say this? You cannot stop uh, I'm sorry. From one day to another you cannot stop uh continue with your with with your um, jealousy, you know, it's little by little that I believe that she's going to become a little more secure about the relationship with um, Natsu. Now, Rui, Hannes feels a little better. Now, she goes to the restaurant and this is where she met the chef that is replacing her. Now, this guy, his name is Cajita Toquilla. Um... He seems quite arrogant. Um, keep in mind, he's also he, her own age. Where to go, right, Dad? He, um, you hire somebody of your own, uh, same age of your own daughter, and he doesn't look that bad. You know, I believe this is going to be a quite suitable competitor for Natsu. So, at the beginning, they both met, and he's quite arrogant, you know, and Ru is not too happy about having somebody coming in and, you know, uh, be the competitor in the restaurant. Now, Natsu, on the other hand, a few days has passed and he encounters Hina. And by, by chance, I guess, I don't know. Now, they both end up going to a firework festival near where Natsu is living. So, they both hang out and you can see the difference uh, when... Hina is dating Kengo, then I will call this a kind of like a date 
where Hina and Natsu are having just a great time together in the festival. And at the same time, you know, they try to keep that wall of, of uh, relation between them. You know, it's almost impossible. A little here and there, they, comment, they, they make comments about their relationship when they were together. But I guess little by little... This is kind of like a therapy, you know, before, for both of them. They're trying to learn to move on. Now, going back to Mr. Kengo, Natsu actually asked her about this guy. And he noticed, he, he told her, hey, I don't feel like you are very comfortable with this guy. And it turns out that she is not. She, is, um, she feels pressured to be with him. And even though he gave her nice, uh, expensive gifts or or he takes her to a beautiful restaurant uh very nice restaurant she doesn't feel very very happy about this now um turns out that you know the date is okay nothing nothing serious happens she he again he's just over there with hina giving her um moral support now, a few days later, and I love this, Natsu gets a call from his editor saying that one of the writers who writes um, erotic novels has to um, have call out and he has missed his um, deadline for the new novel. So the editor talks to Natsu like, hey, um, can you write something erotic? Uh, erotic? Uh, shows up 3,000 words. I'm pretty sure you can. You're a great writer. Uh, please help us out in this. Natsu doesn't know what to do. Um, he's never wrote something like this, even though in the previous volume he was willing to write something about it. Remember, he took one of those books in from from the from Toge Sensei. Uh, so I don't know what's going to happen. But thank goodness. Beautiful Rui shows up to the rescue and she gave him a little bit of inspiration to write down <laughs> the erotic novel. So, um, so, um, turns out that he started touching Rui and start comparing all of these sexual encounters with food. <laughs> uh, for example, he's touching her breath and says, wow, so soft like tofu or goes and uh, what else? I'm trying to look at the pictures real quick so I can give you an idea. Or, you know, her, her nipples looks like uh, fruit gummies, peach flavor. So he started writing all this silly stuff. And well, yeah, he, he turns in the, the, the story, the routing novel. And... <laughs> The editor loves it, but it finished with him asking, hey, what about all these um, uh, food comparisons? So I don't know. I, I thought it was quite funny, quite interesting. Now, after this, we go back to Hina and Mr. Kengo. Now, it's very interesting to see that, remember that she broke her heel. Um, then he bought her a new set of shoes. And I got the name here. You're going to love it. It's called Leah Buitin. Leah Buitin. Not Louis Vuitton. Or whatever it is the name. Um, so I found it kind of hilarious about that. Now, he also tells her, hey, I want to start dating you. And I want this relationship to become a, a proper, uh, uh, you know, 
marriage relationship. So, in other words, he just asked her to be his wife. Um, where she needs to think about it, okay? And it's not easy, you know. I, you met somebody out of the blue. I don't believe they're even dating, not even for three months. I don't know. They they haven't told us the timeline, uh, but it, I believe it's too soon. Now she's a little uh, conflicted about this, and which best way to go to see her best friend Masaki, the waiter at the restaurant, and over there is Shu, her ex-boyfriend. And over there is also Fumija. Now Fumija, very quick, I don't know if this is going to come up in the future, but Fumija dyed his hair, he's now blonde. <laughs> he's trying to look a little cool like Chu, I guess. Now, um, Hina has a little conversation with Chu and, and Masaki about this guy, uh, Kengo. And she's a little conflicted. She still thinks about Natsu. And Shu gives her a little good advice. I was very surprised about this because I thought that she was after Hina. Remember that he was kind of jumping into the relationship between her and Natsu. But he actually tells her, hey, if you don't feel comfortable with this guy, it's because you're still thinking about Natsu. You have to learn to move on and... Otherwise, you will never be happy. Uh, so, yeah, it's kind of interesting advice. Now, after this, um, Hina goes and meets Natsu. And I believe she's going to confess again her feelings for him. Keep in mind, she doesn't want to be lying to herself. She doesn't want to date this guy, Kengo. Because she still has feelings for Natsu, but... When she goes to his apartment, is you know she give her a little excuse. Oh, I just brought you some groceries uh, for you. Um, but when she goes to the restroom of Natsu's apartment, she sees another hairpin of Rui and a second toothbrush, which it means that he's in a relationship and she doesn't want to hurt her sister. So. That was it. She doesn't say anything to Natsu. She shows, hey, okay, thank you. Have a good day. You know, she departs from the apartment. Now, she's very concerned. She doesn't know what to do. But this is very interesting. A few days later at work, one of her friends at the job, at her new job, says some comments that I didn't get at the beginning of Kengo. You know, like he had problems in his previous relationship or something like that. Now... Keep that in mind because after this, Hina and Kengo, they're going on a second date. <clears throat> I mean, not a second date, another date where he's now going to pressure Hina about she accepting this whole thing about the marriage proposal and dating together. And long story short, she, uh, she says not yet. And this guy, I don't know, he, he kind of loses it, you know, like, why are you saying no? Are you using me to get this expensive gift? Are you using me to for enjoying your free dinner? Uh, what are you going to do? If I can support you if you marry me, you don't have to work. I just want you to be the wife, the perfect wife that I want you to be. And keep in mind, 
if you're with me, you will not have to work. You, your mother right now is dating a guy who doesn't make a lot of money, and she's even making more money to do. It's not a solid relationship when it comes to financial. So this guy, when I read this, I was like, what an asshole. And I'm sorry. This is so stupid. And after that, he goes like, oh, okay, sorry. Well, no problem. I got a little carried away with this. But um, he's trying to... Um, He's trying to use Hina as an object, you know, as a as a prize, as a as a trophy for his perfect life. And I I really didn't like a, nothing about this. Uh, and of course I've said it before and I continue to say it a little bit here and there. I'm rooting for Rui and Natsu. But um I kind of feel or understand Hina a little bit, you know, she just hasn't been able to move on and it's kind of hard for for him for me to see her suffering like this. Um, so a few days later, she reencounters Kango, and surprise, surprise, she gave her she she gave him back all the expensive gift that she gave her, and the money half of the money of the restaurant that they um that they went together. Quite interesting, right? Um. Now the chapter finishes with him uh, saying, you know, after Hina departs, the chapter finished with him saying, I will not let you go that easily, my beloved. So the first time again, the first time that I read it, I was thinking like, oh, so maybe he just realized um, that there, she's the one. She's not that, she's not that interesting in money or, or, or something like that, but after concentrating on his face um he looks like a psycho here so i don't know i don't know what to think about right now about mr kengo um natsu of course has promised her that if she's not going to be in this relationship he's going to protect her as a big brother i mean as a brother uh so we'll see a lot of things going on in this in this volume now we also have a little um bonus comic and this is the one, this history is about when Natsu and Hina met for the first time. And they start to having this kind of like a, a relationship about talk between student and teacher. Um, turns out in this extra comic that Hina is having a hard time with Shu. You know, Shu was married and they could see each other not every day. So a few days here and there. Of course, you know, she was his lover. And she was a little throwback about this. And it was not to the one that met her where she looks like kind of depressed. So student Natsu was trying to uh, motivate her in a way better uh, scenario. Not to be depressed, not to be uh, sad. So he just gave her stories and start talking, start talking together about different type of things just to keep her mind occupied. Hina back home started thinking about Natsu um, saying it would be nice uh, if I met somebody like him when I was in high school. And the chapter finished uh, with her asking, do you have a girlfriend? And he goes like, no, 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 I don't have a girlfriend. And she goes like, well, I'm sure that um, when you do, you're going to make her very happy. And the chapter, the comic finished with saying, 
With those words, she accidentally made Natsu start have feelings for her. And that's the end of how, um, yeah, how Natsu's feelings begin with, uh, with Hina. And that's actually the end of uh, volume 18. Yes, that's the end. No point five, no point six, no point seven. All right. Um, once again, thank you for listening. Thank you for stopping by. Uh, thank you for hanging out with me. I know sometimes I my my tone goes a little crazy when I'm talking in English, uh, but I want to thank you for your support. Taste, uh, stay safe, stay positive, stay strong. I'll see you again next time. Ciao.